I am fine, Baruch Hashem. How are you? I'm fine too. So who's telling the story this week? Well, first let's take care of all the routine stuff, and then we'll figure that out soon. Okay. All right. So um 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 so um um. You always start off a little nervous. I'll just clear my throat. Okay, I just cleared my throat, and now let's go weiter. Okay, so I'd like to welcome everybody once again. To jrootradio.com, you're listening to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, Yossi Meyer! Wow, you're very excited. Uh, yeah, because, you know, uh, check your pockets. I should check my pocket? Why? Because uh, you're missing something. <laughs> what am I missing in my pocket? Uh, uh-oh, the story. Where's that paper with the story? Oh no, where's my paper with all the information? Ah, uh, Rabbi Yosef, I happen to be looking for this. And how about this one? And, and this piece of information? <laughs> so we know who's telling the story this time. Uh-oh. How did you get my papers? Uh, well, you know, um, uh, uh, while you were talking on the telephone, and then I went over and asked you, can I borrow that for a minute? And then you just took it out without thinking, you know, and you just gave it to me. <laughs> and then when I looked at it, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a scrap piece of paper that I could write on. It was the story. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to do it. Uh, really? Maybe I happen to know the story already. Maybe I hazard the story. Oh, wow. All of a sudden... All of a sudden, I can hear myself clearer, too. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Ah, so much better. Yeah, so much better. But I still got the papers. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll, uh, well, just first, let's take care of all the regular stuff. Okay, so I'd like to remind everybody that this week's show, once again, is sponsored for Fush Lema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi, Ben, Sora Miriam, and also... For a refuge lemon for Peril Baschaya Rivka. Once again, it's uh, sponsored for a refuge lemon for Chaim Yosef Ben Sora Miriam and for Peril Baschaya Rivka. Okay, and now to remind everybody, I'll do that. That's my point. Okay, I'd like to remind everybody that you're listening to jrootradio.com. If you would like, you could listen to us live on the telephone and you could call us at 712 432 4217 or you could call us on the live or archives line, 718-506-9099. And of course, j Radio can definitely use your donations, so please send your donations, which will be kindly accepted, and it will definitely be considered the mitzvah sadaka because of what we do over here. And, it, well, I don't have to go into that. You pretty much know that yourself. Okay, so the address is Jerry Radio 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And, of course, we're never going to say that number. You know, we're never going to tell anybody that at the end of the show you can call in to tell us what lesson you learned, you know, by dialing 718-683-5858. We're not going to say the number because everybody knows it by now. <laughs> oh, did I say something? Uh, I don't know. You weren't speaking loud enough for me. Okay, so here we go. I'd like to remind everybody that if you're interested, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak Spee for storytelling, or 
for Kayach the Mayach demonstrations and things like that, which is a spectacular Hamish show, Revaldica show. You know, you can always Google, uh, you know, Kayach von der Mayach and you can see some highlights from the show, things like that, you know. And if you want more information, you can just always call Rabbi Yitzhak Yerbs at 718-375-1294. Everybody knows that number too by now. Okay, so, um, and and uh, you don't wait for the last minute. Yes, uh, by the way, because of a certain cancellations, so there's some days might be available during the nine days. So uh, maybe a day camp or maybe a sleepaway. You know, you never know. Whatever it is, uh, you know, you can call and find out. Maybe the date that you want is the date that became canceled. So now there's a, a day available in the nine days. And don't forget again, because whether you want storytelling or okay, Kayakutamaya, sometimes, you know, when it's a rainy day for a day camp or something like that, you know, and you don't have, um, you know, the whatchamacallit, What's the whatchamacallit? You know, like you don't have an activity to do and you couldn't get something in between because it just never stopped raining and everything like that. So maybe you can call Rabbi Zeerbs and then, you know, <laughs> maybe you can hire him to tell a story and that would be very entertaining. A lot of camps have done that during the summer, you know. They sometimes wait for the last minute and sometimes they're lucky and sometimes they weren't. <laughs> That's true. Okay, and then don't forget, if anybody's interested in ordering any of Rabbi Yitzhak's stories, say these, then I'm going to call at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to either email you or fax you the updated list. By the way, Rabbi Erbs, you need to take a drink of water? Uh, yeah, why? Uh, uh well, uh, can I trust you? <laughs> like you have a choice? Uh, 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 all right, well, okay. I'll go out and take a drink and don't do anything foolish. I would never do anything foolish. Okay, he's going outside. <laughs> okay, listen everybody. It's getting closer than you think. That special story CD that's professionally done by Rabbi Yitzhak and Yufa Studios is an amazing piece. Whoa, I can't tell you the title yet, but I'm going to tell it to you one day as it gets closer and closer. But it's an unbelievable story with the effects of everything people have been bothering Rabbi Yitzhak for so long. And then he should come out with a new professional tape and uh, or CD, actually. <laughs> And he's finally doing it because this person, Rabbi Yossi Framowitz from Yufa Studios, Gavaldika Studio, Gavaldika person also. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, he's, he, you know, like he heard also that people want to hear from Rabbi Yossi Rup, so <laughs> um, he, he like lit the match. Well, not literally lit the match, but you know what I mean? It means like he got him to do the story. <laughs> Here comes some ribs. Okay, and so if anybody wants to order any of the Rabbi Yitzhak's uh, current story CD list, you know, whatever it is, you know, the number to call is uh, 718-375-1294. If you're interested in private art lessons or small groups or or, uh, or martial art lessons or, or Qigong, which is energy exercises and things like that, um, you can always call 718-375-1294. And don't forget Rabbi Yitzhak's book, uh, <clears throat> Zelig the Wagon Driver, is still available in stores. <laughs> okay, I think I got everything done. Uh, what do you say? I hope so. Okay. So then I guess I'm ready to tell a story. Okay? Uh, nah, I got the papers. La, 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 kiss, kiss. Okay, Robbie, I'm going to test you, okay? Can I test you? Okay, go ahead. You want to see if I looked at those papers before you took him, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, who is Rabbi Nachem Nochem Ben Uziel Kaplan? <laughs> He's a very big tzaddik that was born in 1811 in Bayasogala, which is a, 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 in, in Lithuania. Wow, you got that right. Wow. 
So uh, he was born when? Uh, he was born in 1811, and he was nifter in the year 1879. Uh, he was also known as uh, Rab Nachemka of Harodna, or in the, uh, I guess, the Russian way of saying it, or the Lithuanian way, would be Reb Nachum Grodna. So obviously it was called Nachum, or Nachumka, as he was affectionately called, uh, more than Menachem Nachum. He was mostly called uh, Nachumka. Wow, that's very interesting. Uh, and what else can you tell me? Uh, what else do you want to know? <laughs> was he a big Talmud Chacham? Oh, not only was he a big Talmud Chacham, but he was also great in Kabbalah, and he knew quite a lot about the Achreinim. And yet, he was a very humble person, and he tried not to as much as possible, unless it was a matter of life and death, he tried not to... Uh, be a poisic, you know, to to paskin shyless, you know, to to make a, a, a halacha, you know, uh, decision, you know, because he was so humble. Did you know that? <laughs> humble. Oh, maybe I should learn some of that. Yes, maybe. Anyways, so um, he acted as a shamish, believe it or not, in in, in the shul, you know, and by you know, and he was part of the, you know, the the, the shul had a chever shas, and he acted as the. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, shamish, and he lived a very poor life, and, and most of his energy, believe it or not, you know, um, he, he gave some special classes here and there, and if I'm not mistaken, there's some that say the Helega Chofetz Chaim used to you know, um, learn a little bit from him in the in the later years of his life. I mean, I mean not the later years of the Chofetz Chaim's life, but I mean the later years of Nochemka, something like that. I heard something like that. Uh, can I see the paper? I'm not letting it look. Kiss, kiss. Yossi. I'm just kidding. You want to look here? He has the paper, okay? You want to look at it? No, no. Go ahead. Keep testing me. Okay. All right. Um, when this is your site? <laughs> you want me to tell you that too? No problem. What are you doing? I'm calculating. Uh, the eighth day of Cheshvin around the year 5,640 since the world was created. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. Anyways, uh, where is he buried? Uh, obviously in Grodna. <laughs> Anyways, he was very well known because that's what the story is going to be about that you're going to be reading. He was very well known to be a very humble and easygoing person, but it was never beneath him to try to raise money. Even though he himself was poor, he used to raise tons and tons of money for people that were very, very poor. And he was never embarrassed to go to anybody to ask. And that's what today's story has to do with. Wow, just that? Well, obviously there's much more. Like what? Well, you know, I mean, obviously there's going to be many things that are going to happen in the story. So, but you're going to tell it, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell it, uh, but I need to hazard it. <laughs> you need to hazard it. You have the papers and you need to hazard it. Okay, while you're hazarding, I just want to tell everybody, tonight's story is called A Door Slammed is a door slammed. Anyways, there was once a lawyer that lived in the times of Rab Nochem of Grotna. He was a businessman lawyer. And he loved to do business, and he loved to make good big deals. And sometimes it wasn't just with Eden, sometimes with Goyim also. So, but, you know, and he was like a very uptense type of person, which means if he was making a business deal, whoa, 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 nobody get in the way because he has to concentrate fully. He has to work out the best deals because, A, he was a businessman. And, B, he was a, a, a lawyer. That's right. So, um, let's start right there. 
All right, all right, Baruch Hashem, I got this deal going here, and this person agreed to meet me, good old Sender <coughs> Zieselboig. <laughs> me, Sender Zieselboig. It's going to go upstairs to that um, hotel over there, and I'm going to go there, and I'm supposed to meet... A uh, very interesting businessman. Ah, there's Mr. Grotsky. <laughs> Mr. Grotsky, I'm over here. So can we, can we go into the room over there? Yes, of course. Well, let's go into the room and do some business. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, let me just uh, get the hotel key. Uh, uh, all right, uh, come inside. Hey, look at this. The champagne is here, just like I ordered and everything like this. I'll have to let him drink it, but I can't drink it. Whatever. I'll just make him comfortable. And let's start the deal. And sure enough, I'm telling you this part. And sure enough, what happened was this. Um, 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 what happened, Ramirez? I thought you were saying, saying it. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just kidding, kidding. Okay, anyway, so what happened was this like this. So, so he was busy working out all the details, and, and it was a tough thing because this person uh, was not so easy to convince. And of course, he, of course, I'm, I'm doing this, okay. Uh, and of course, so he did it, you know what I mean? And mamish, it was like unbelievable. He was so intense doing this business deal when all of a sudden, the Heidegger Tzadik, Reb Nochemke of Grodno, or known as Reb you know what I mean? It's supposed to mean the same thing. Anyway, so he came upstairs to the hotel, and he thought, ah, let's see now. It seems to me that I heard the lawyer, is a rich man, can I know her? Sender Zieselberg is in one of these rooms. Ah, that's the room number. So, you know, there's a couple of mishpokers that need to make uh, uh, Shabbos, but besides Shabbos, they have to have regular meals for the regular week. Okay, let me just knock on the door over there. Sir, why don't you go see who's at the door? It's really not that important because right now we have to close this deal. So he read all the fine print and everything. I read everything, so I just need to sign it. You know, just go answer the door, and in this way, um, I'll, I'll be able to think about what I'm signing here. That's the problem. I can't give him too much time to think. He might change his mind. Maybe he's going to ask for more money. Let me just see who has the nerve to knock on the door and see me now. What, what, what are you doing here? Anshulik me, excuse me. Well, so in case you didn't realize it, Rab came with his nice, calm, polite demeanor, you know, and he was talking kind, but ay, 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 this guy sent a Cecilberg. Whoa! <laughs> You're about to hear something you've never heard before. All right, here we go. Uh, go ahead, uh, uh, take over, uh, 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 Sender, take over. Uh, uh, yes. What are you doing here? Shalom Aleichem. I'm here. I know what you're here for. You always come around from Nochenka to collect, but now is not a good time. Uh, I understand what you're trying to say, but uh, is it ever a good time that poor people need money? Unfortunately, some of these poor people don't have a Shabbos, but some of the people I'm collecting for, they don't even have money for, uh, how should I say, for the regular weekday. You know what I mean? They need to eat something. So maybe you can give something. What do you say? Uh, listen here. 
I'm in the midst of conducting business right now, and I don't have any time now for this nonsense. So, Tuts Mechatoiva, get away from here. Goodbye. Ay, 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 ay. No, no. I'll go right to that. So, what's going to happen? No, no. Gamsa Latoiva. And so, what happened was, Jab Nachemka didn't take this to heart, but he went away. But there was somebody who happened to be in the hallway at that moment. Uh, who was he, uh, Yossi? Uh-oh, you're starting to sound like me. Well, that's what you do, so, um, uh... You're not taking a comma, are you? No, but I think people should know. Uh, no, no, we can't reveal who he is now, because it's gonna, you're gonna find out who he is much later. Oh, 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 okay. You really started glancing at the paper. Yes, I did. Okay, anyway, so what happened was as follows. So, uh, um, the, the, the lawyer, Sender Zieselberg, went inside to complete his deal, but on the outside there was somebody who saw the whole thing. And he was very upset the way Sender treated the hater good Sadik. Oh, yeah, yeah, how could he treat such a great Sadik like that? You know, Rab Nachemka of Grodna? Oh, yeah, 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 it was terrible. So let me tell you what happened. Okay, so, um, um, what happened with this is that people started to hear from the streets. They heard from the streets. You know, I mean, in the streets, you know what I mean? You know, like, a, you know, like, a, you know, like, a, this guy probably spread the word and then and, and people started talking. Can you imagine such a thing like that? Can you imagine that? The chutzpah that sends us this Can you imagine, Azashach? Can you imagine for a moment? I can't be massive such a thing like that. Did he used to slam a door? And I'm knocking it. Not giving it one thing. But to slam a door? Oh, yeah. This is terrible, terrible. Not respectful. Not terrible. This is the whole door, son. It's not respectful at all. And sure enough, people were talking all over the place. But as time goes on, after a while, people forget, including Sender Zieselberg, because his deal went great. And he said to himself, All right, so they're talking a little bit about me here and there. Big deal. What do I care if they talk about me a little here and there? They want to speak Lashonog, is in the hate, that's their case, but not mine. But you know what? My business deal went through, people forget like everything else. And sure enough, Yossi. Oh, oh, I was just looking at the next part. How <laughs> do you know the part where... Everybody knows that in between lines, the narrator says, sure enough. Oh, sure enough is sure enough. Okay. Okay, so sure enough... We said that. Oh, oh okay. So sure enough that we said sure enough. Uh, so sure enough, what happened was is that, um, 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 you know, like uh, time passed on and people forgot all about it. And then one day, a strange thing happened. Okay, you see, um, you know, like uh, after the business deal with, uh, you know, this guy, the the, the, the guy Alex Kolnikov, Kul, Kul, right? That's what it says. Okay, go on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So what happened was his, um, um, there was another, um, um, what, what do you call him, a, 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 a puppet or, or, no, he was a minister, a minister, it says over here, a minister. Robert, could you write a little neater the next time? <laughs> I write it so I could understand my little quick notes. Oh, oh, okay. Anyways, um, so there was this minister, you see, and, and um, this minister was a very interesting minister, okay? Now, this minister 
was not exactly Mr. Nice Guy, right? Uh, that's right, yes. Go on. Okay, so now I'm trying to find um, your, your, your paper that has his name. <laughs> What's the matter? You can't read my handwriting? Um, 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 um not really. Uh, 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 oh, here it is! <laughs> the minister, uh, 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 what does it say here? It says, Minister Bushovsky. Oh, Minister Bushovsky. <laughs> Anyways, Minister Bushovsky owed some money because one time he was doing a business deal and he needed money. And since he does dealings every now and then together with Sender, so therefore he borrowed money from Sender. And Sender went over and came to St. Petersburg to go over and collect the money. You know what I mean? So um, what happened was is uh, he went to, to go and visit this guy, uh, Minister Boboshinsky, uh, whatever his name is, Boshovsky, 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 whatever. Anyway, so he went to 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 to, to, to visit uh, Minister Boshovsky, uh, Boshinsky, or whatever his name is. Anyways, uh, so uh, you know what? Just call him Boshinsky. Okay, uh, Minister Boshinsky. Okay, so Minister Boshinsky uh, uh, realized that the day was coming for him to pay the loan, but he didn't have the money. So, uh, watch what happened. We can't watch what happened. We're on the radio. We can only hear what happened. Okay, so watch and hear, because when you hear, and I was so realistic that you could picture it in your mind. <coughs> okay, if you say so. I do. <coughs> How come you claim the throat for me? Uh, no, I, well, because you're telling the story, so I have time to clear my throat. Oh, okay. So clear your throat again. <coughs> uh, uh, thank you. Okay, now, uh, where was I? You were up to... Oh, yeah, I know where I'm up to. Where? Sure enough, what happened was is, um, this guy, Minister Bashinsky, was pacing back and forth, and he was thinking, What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I owe this Jewish person sender money. He's right, I do him. Yes, but I gamble a lot, and I drink a lot, and I don't have the money to pay him back. So he's going to ask me, he has the, the uh, papers over there. Hmm, well, let me think something, you know, maybe... Wait a minute, I got crazy plan. But this way, I could maybe get away with paying him. All right, so maybe I give him a hard time. Maybe he go to jail. If he goes to jail, he can bother me. <laughs> it sounds a great idea. I like this idea. Okay, I'm going to make sure he goes to jail. All right, I'm going to sit back here and relax and put my plan into action. All right, let's see. Here I am at Bushinsky's place. All right, the guards let me up the hallway. And now, actually, the alleyway, whatever, walkway, whatever. It's a fancy house here. All right, let me knock on his door. Hello? Bashinsky? Hello? Are you there? One second. Oh, it's my good friend. <laughs> Sander Zisselberg. Hey, let me open the door. Oh, come inside. What can I do for you? You want to make some sort of a business deal with me? <laughs> what do you mean, business deal with you? You know why I'm here. What do you mean? Why are you here? I'm here because uh, you owe me uh, money. You know, it's time to pay up your thousand rubles. <laughs> You're really funny, right? What do you mean I'm funny? I didn't make a joke. I mean, you owe me uh, a thousand rubles. I don't know you nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean what I'm talking about? I have right here the paper... And on this paper right here, it says you owe me 
This is your signature. They have the witnesses' signatures and everything. And I have everything right here. And normally when somebody borrows money and they pay up, so then we rip up the receipt. But I got the receipt because you didn't pay up. And so since you didn't pay up, today is the last day. So you're supposed to pay back today. So I came personally. Maybe you were too busy. So I came today myself. What do you say? So can I please have the thousand rubles and I give you this here paper? And all of a sudden, without any warning, but of course it was part of his plan, this guy, Boshinsky, he jumped up in the air. Did he hit the ceiling? Oh, no, it's an expression. Oh, you're also learning to use expressions. Okay, go ahead, tell me what happened. Well, anyways, he jumped up in the air. He almost hit the ceiling. But anyways, he pounded on the table. And after he pounded on the table, then he cracked the walnut while it was on the table. But after he cracked the walnut that was on the table, the next thing he did, do you know what he did next? Um, yeah, actually, I do. Do you want me to take over? No, 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 no. I just, you know, doing your, your stick like, like you do when you ask me if I know what's happened next. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So what happened was like this. This guy, Boshinsky, went into his acting, and he said, What? I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe this. This is a forgery. How did you do that? We paid each other up. I mean, I paid you. I mean, with, I mean the, the, the money I gave you last week. And then you give me back the receipt, I rip it up. Where do you get that copy? I, I don't understand. You didn't pay me up. This is the original. Eh, don't touch it. I put this back in my pocket. What's the problem here? You, you never paid me up. Why are you saying you paid me up? You never paid me up. What's the kind of chutzpah this? Chutzpah? you telling me I have chutzpah? You, Sander, Zisselberg, you're the one that is the chutzpah. Yeah, the chutzpah. You have the chutzpah. Because what you did was you collide. You, 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 you make me so upset I'm a little mixing up my words. What are you talking about? You trying to collect double. I'm going to take you to court. <laughs> Good. Take me to court. Because if we're in court, I'm going to show my papers. What do you say to that? Yes, and I'm going to prove that you have uh, uh, filo bologna pastrami with a little bit mustard, size spicy muscle like better, with a sour pickle. Half sour is not good. I like full sour pickle. Anyway, whatever. You know, I'll see you in court. And sure enough, there was... Uh, excuse me, Robbie Arms. I do that part. I forgot. <laughs> I'm not so used to you telling stories anymore. I'm going to do it. So I'm up to... Sure enough. Okay, I'm sure enough up to sure enough, okay? Sure enough, what ended up happening was as follows. The day of the court case came, and there was the judge sitting there. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. This court will now come to order. And based on the fact that we are coming to order, I would like that uh, uh, somebody comes and presents the case. Of course, no problem. Uh, you see, Your Honor, I agreed to come here to court today because that uh, Jewish person over there, Sender Zieselberg, he is trying to, uh, how you say it, rip me off. He's trying to steal from me an extra thousand rubles. <laughs> very interesting. And tell me why you think so. Uh, well, it's very simple. Uh, I did borrow from him a thousand rubles uh, for something I was doing with business, but I paid him back last week. And he ripped up the contract, and probably he'd do some magic trick. Magic trick? I like that. Oh, do you know how to make a piece of spaghetti grow into a rose? <laughs> 
not exactly. He's telling a Bobamaisa. Go ahead, listen to him. See what he's telling you. All right, let me see. Go ahead, continue, um, um, Minister um, Bushinsky. <laughs> this is crazy. I can't believe it. I have the original star right here. I have the contract. I mean, I don't understand this guy. How could he say this thing? All right. So let me tell you. I paid him back. He ripped it up. He must have done some sleight of hands or something. Then yesterday he comes over to me and he asks me for the money for the loan. But I paid him already. So he's trying to steal from me. Everybody knows I, Minister Bushinsky, am one of the most honest, dishonest people. Are, I mean, I'm most honest. I mean, a very honest person in the whole wild world. I would never lie. I never tell the truth either. But I, never, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I never lie. I always tell the truth. So um, I don't know how he did this trick, but sir, I really think that this person is trying to rip me off for another thousand rubles. And of course, this was not true. That's not what was happening. But he made it seem that way. Boy, oh boy, was this uh, a terrible predicament. But along comes uh, <laughs> Sender. Sender comes up to the to the podium over there, and and. All right, Mr. Sender. Uh, uh, Sender. Uh, Sender Zisselberg. Uh, Shalom aleichem. How are you, Your uh, Honor? Let me tell you something, you hailing a judge, whatever. Listen, I want you to know that I'm a very nice person. I do honest business. I really do. And I do good business with Jewish people, non-Jewish people. I do business with all kinds of people, never have any problems. Borah Hashem, thank the Rebbein thank God. Okay, so, I, you know, I not have a problem. But I come and I'm waiting, and this uh, Minister Bushinsky doesn't pay for his, uh, you know, the, the, the loan that he has. And I'm very nice. So I wait the last minute, he still not come. I think he must be busy. So I bring the loan paper, and I come to collect. And then he, he says he paid me. He said, this never happened. Excuse me, please. Well, this is the call. You cannot say loy chuya, loy chivya. I didn't say loy chuvia chivya. I said loy hoya, loy nivra, which means it never was, it was never created. It's a boba, my sir. Boba? What's a boba? Uh, the grandmother story, you know what I mean? It's, it's a fake story. I am the star. Look over here, see? Uh, uh, don't rip it up, okay? You see what it says here? This is the original star. May the uh, judge look at it? Oh, yes, let me see. Hmm. Looks like the original one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh -huh. It's signed by him. Yes, okay. Hmm. Okay, it seems to be everything fine. So I don't know what to do here. Um, uh, um, what do you have to say about this, uh, contract over here? Huh? What do you say, Bashinsky? <laughs> this is gonna be easy. He's gonna see this an open portion of a simple contract, and he's gonna have to pay me. That's what's gonna happen. With all due respect, Honor, you know me. I'm a minister. I work for the Tsar. Do you think the Tsar is going to take somebody like me if I'm not going to be honest? Of course I'm very honest. <laughs> no, Your Honor, this Jew, he maybe make a sleight of hand. I don't know. Maybe when he ripped up paper, it wasn't a real uh, contract. Maybe he ripped up paper. Uh, he makes switch, uh, you know, like something like this. Look at me, sir. See, I have two papers here. Watch this trick. You see? 
and I rip it up, and it's not the first paper, it's the second paper. Maybe the Jews do trick like that. What do you say? Well, see, very interesting. Oh, uh, you know, um, Mr. Sander Zieselborg, I just want you to know that this minister Brzezinski is known to be very honest. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you don't know enough about him. Do you know he drinks also, and he gambles and everything? Do you know what I mean? What did you say? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. I was just talking to myself. Anyway, so uh, what's your decision? Well, this is very serious. Hmm, there is a very strong possibility that this person is telling the truth, and you made a sleight of hands. Uh, I'm going to have to check if... Uh, Bushinsky has any witnesses. And sure enough, Bushinsky was prepared. He hired two fake witnesses, and they testified. And the judge said he's going to make his decision next week after he analyzes all the facts from the trial. And all of a sudden, Senda Zieselberg did not look too happy. I face me. What I going to do? This is terrible. I can't believe what happened. This is unbelievable. This is Michigan. I have the star here right here, and he's taking I make a monkey business, a magic trick, a crazy Michigan. And because he's the minister, he has connections, he hired two witnesses to say a lie. Oi, what are they going to do? I did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There is a, a minister that I know, a very interesting minister. Yes, I know him. His name is uh, Minister Vladimir Lachorsky. When he was young, he was an El Chayid. He was friends with my father. But I don't know, over time, somehow he went off the derech. You know, but nonetheless, <laughs> he knows me. I used to come a lot of times to him. And every now and then I do see him in St. Petersburg. Yes, I will talk to him. He will know what to do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and? And? Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> I gotta continue. Okay. Anyway, so what happened next was as follows. Let me tell you. See, what happened was as follows. You see, um, he went to St. Petersburg. And early in the morning... He went to the gates of the big mansion from this minister, Vladimir Lachorsky. He went over there, and when he got over there, he went to the servant. He said, uh, excuse me, pardon me. I need to ask you a question. Uh, I need to see the minister, Vladimir Lachorsky. Oh, really? And who should I say is calling? Uh, tell him that it's me. Send the Zieselberg. Here's my card, and bring it up to him, and I'm sure he's going to see me. All right, one minute. And within a few minutes later, he came back down. And he came back down, and he didn't look too happy. All right, so he's ready to see me, yes? And I open the gate. Let me come upstairs. I'm sorry. He's not opening the gate. Um, he doesn't want to see you. Matter of fact, when he heard your name, he cringed his face. And he had an angry look. He was very upset. And he said, sorry, I can't see him now. I'm very, very busy. Uh, uh, wait a minute, but I, I have a very important uh, trial case. And you could help me. Uh, tell him it's in Putin. 
I'm sorry. I can't help you. Uh, maybe with this nice silver uh, rubleish coin over here, maybe you can <laughs> help me. Well, tell you what. Uh, he goes to the ministry, and then he comes back about, I would say, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, about three, four o'clock. Why don't you come back here then, and then you could speak to him. Uh, yeah, great idea. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I I'm going to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... Sure enough. Ah, right. And so, sure enough, what he did was, he came back. And he was waiting over there, and he said, ah, ah, and he said, Ah, oh, yeah, sorry, I was waiting. I almost fell asleep while waiting. <coughs> Excuse me, a servant. Oh, it's you again. All right, let me go upstairs and see if he will see you. And sure enough, a few minutes later, sure enough, he came back down to be sure enough that he heard what he heard. And he went over, sure enough, to tell him the following. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're sorry to me? All right, it's okay, I understand. Now just open the gate and let me in right now. Oh, I'm sorry that I can't open the gate. He doesn't want to see you right now. He says he's very, very busy. And what's he busy with? He's only a minister. What can he be busy with? He's not the czar. I'm sorry. If he says he's very busy and he tells me he doesn't want to see anybody, uh, uh, then I can't do anything. Did you tell him I'm his old friend? Uh, yes, I did, but it didn't help. I'm very sorry. Very sorry. Not as sorry as I am. I got I to gotta do something because otherwise they're going to lock me up in jail to try to say I'm trying to steal money from, from Bushinsky. What are I going to do? What are I going to do? Uh, you know what? I want to come back tomorrow morning. And sure enough, he came back the next morning. The next morning, he came over there, and he was waiting there, and he said, Ah, uh, good morning, servant. How are you? Oh, it's you again. All right. Uh, let me see if I can catch him. I'll be right back. And sure enough, he went upstairs, as sure enough could be sure enough. And in a few minutes later, he came back down, and he said, I'm sorry. He still has no time for you. I'm very, very sorry. There is nothing that I could do. Oh, well, uh, you do got problems. I'm very sorry. You're very sorry. You know what? I, I, when does he come back? Oh, I think around 3, 4 o'clock. All right, all right. I'm going to come again 3, 4 o'clock. That's what I'm going to do. And sure enough, he came back. As sure enough as sure enough, he came back at 3 o'clock. And he asked the servant. All right, I'll go upstairs one more time. Doop, 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 doop. Go ahead, tell what happened next. Okay, I'm, I'm just glancing at the paper over here. I'm gonna look at the paper. Okay, I got it. Okay, know what to do next. Okay. Uh, uh, so what happened was as follows. The, 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 the servant came back out again. I'm very sorry. I don't know how to tell this to you. <sighs> but, um, he just doesn't want to see you again. Doesn't want to see me again. Is it just me? Or he's not seeing anybody? Wait, wait. Who is that man coming there? Uh, 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 uh. Hi, how are you? Excuse me, sir. I'm coming to see uh, the, the minister, Vladimir uh, Horsky. Could you please turn aside? Uh, one moment. I'll see if he wants to see you. Uh, thank you very much. 
And a few minutes later... A few minutes later, he came back down. Uh, he almost got me there, Robbie Irvish. A few minutes later, he came back down. And when he came down, he said... All right. Uh, uh, the Minister Vladimir Lachorsky will see you, sir. Ah, very good. Oh, not you, sir. This gentleman. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Take care of that. I have to go inside here. And sure enough, that day, he saw tons of different people come. And this minister, Vladimir Lachorsky, he went to see everybody. Except for, yes, you know who. I know who, so why are you telling the story? Because <laughs> you're not quick enough. La, 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 kiss, kiss. Oh, now you're trying to be like me. No, I'm just kidding you. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good joke. I'll take it. Okay, anyway, so what happened was it's like this. He began to realize, oh, this is terrible. For some reason, he just doesn't want to see me. Hmm, he's seeing everybody else except me. Something fishy going on here. Hmm, you know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to drive one more time. And sure enough, the next day he tried again, but he didn't see him. Finally, he realized, Oh no, this is terrible. In two days, the judge is going to make a decision. I could go to jail for who knows when. Trying to steal from a minister is a very big crime. They could sentence me to life imprisonment. Or if I ask me, what I going to do? What I going to do? <clears throat> and of course, he didn't know what to do. Right, Yassi? Oh, oh, yeah, right, he didn't know what to do. Why do I keep, you know, drifting off into a schluff? I don't know. What time did you go to sleep last night? Or did you? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Okay. Anyways, so what happened was is... He was so upset that this time he came to a decision. I know what I'm going to do. This time, I know it comes before, like anyways, between 3 and 4 o'clock. I'm going to be there a quarter to 3. When I see him come out of his carriage to go into his mansion, this big palace of his... I'm going to go outside. I'm going to fall on the floor. I'm going to... Just make sure you don't get a boo-boo. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to fall on the floor. I'm going to beg him to see me. I'm going to cry my heart out. That's what I'm going to do. And so, sure enough, you got that right. So sure enough, at three o'clock, he wasn't there. Because he was there at a quarter to three. And then suddenly the carriage was pulling up. It was a comfortable carriage, had cushioned seats and good springs, I guess, shock springs, whatever they had for those days, not wagons. <laughs> okay, anyways, so he pulled up in the gate, and as the gate was opening, <coughs> and the wagon was about to come inside. Grab my herbs. You're doing half me and half yourself. Yeah, well, because when you're doing a story like this, you have to be, like, very, you know, like, one thing after the other. You can't have a, a waiting session. Oh, okay. So, the wagon was about to come in, but it stopped. And the minister got out of the wagon. And as he climbed out of what they call a carriage wagon, whatever it is, he started to walk. And suddenly, this guy, Sendem, ran over to him. 
Please, please, uh, Minister Vladimir Lachorsky, please don't you recognize me? I'm uh, your father. I mean, my father. I mean, my father was your friend, and I used to play by you, you know, when I was little, and then I used to come visit you a lot of times, even after my father died, you know what I mean? Come on, you need to talk to me, you need to see me. Suddenly, what happened was this. Oh, yeah, you're right, I have to do this much faster, right? That's right, you have to be fast. Okay, suddenly what happened was this. Is this a sure enough moment? No, 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 no. Just say suddenly. Okay, suddenly what ended up happening was this minister, this person, Vladimir Lachorsky, turned around. Oh. Do I hear a voice somewhere? Hmm. Somebody seems to be calling me. Do I hear a voice? Hey, yes, please, please. Minister Vladimir Lachorsky, please, please, please. You have to help me. You need to help me. You have to make time for me, please. I could be thrown in the jail. Oh, let me see. I think the sound is coming from over here. Somebody on the floor. Oh, I, I do have servants to clean up over here. You don't have to clean the floor with your body. I'm not cleaning the floor. I'm begging you, please, please, help me, save me, please. <laughs> I should help you. Ah, I have nothing to do with a person that could slam the door of his hotel room on the great holy rabbi, Rav Nochemke of Grodno. Hmm. No way will I speak to you or help you. You have some nerve to do that to the holy rabbi. Uh, I, 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 you don't understand. Uh, I, I was in the middle of a business deal, and... and, and, and uh... I know what you were in the middle of, but this rabbi is so, so ashamed to him. You know, he does everything for the sake of heaven. And he wanted to help out poor people. And you had the money, you had the means, but you wouldn't do it at that moment because you were in the middle of a business deal and you didn't want to interrupt. And you slammed the door right in his face. Because I know that for sure because I was there. I am the one that was in the hallway. I am the one that started telling everybody how terrible you were for what you did. Uh, you were in the hallway. Oh, boy, boy, boy. But, but you know that that, that happened. I, I mean, there's a... Well, you slammed the door. A door slammed is a door slammed. You slammed the door in the face of this holy rabbi who needed uh, help to help poor people and you refused. I will slam the door in your face. No, 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 please don't do that. Don't do that. Do, 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 do that. I, I need to help. Please, I'll do anything. Oh, you'll do anything? All right, listen to me and listen to me well. If you do the following, I may think about it. What, what, what? You are to go to the holy rabbi, this rabbi and you are to ask his forgiveness. And then I want it in writing. If I get it in writing, I will help you. All right, all right, all right. And he went as quickly as he could. And as he got there, I just can't be as fast as you. That's because I have a little more experience, that's all. It's okay, don't worry about it. Anyways, so he arrived at Ramnachanka, and Ramnachanka, and Ramnachanka said, <laughs> Oh, no, that's a little bit better. So Ramnachanka said the following. It's not a problem. I never took it to heart. I never held anything against you. But I guess upstairs in Shemayim, you know, I could be Michael and my, my, my feelings and everything. But I guess upstairs in Shemayim, they didn't want that I should be Michael so simple. Okay, no, no. 
So I will write a, a star mechila. Here it goes. All right, here we go. One second. Okay, there it is. I wrote my star. Here you go. Take it to him. And sure enough, he took the star and he brought it to the minister, the minister Vlad Melachowski. And then, as this minister saw this, he said, All right, I will help you now. Here, here's what you need to do at the trial. Take this piece of paper. You'll have all the information you need. That's it? Yes, that's it. And so he took the paper. So he took the paper. No, no, no. Yes, see, talking fast is not the way. You have to, like, jump in right after they finish their lines. You have to come right away with the narration. Okay, okay. Let's try it again. All right. Um, um, take this paper, and you'll know what to do. And so, sure enough, he took that piece of paper, and he went back to the court, and the day of the trial, and the judge was about to go. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm about to make my decision. Does anybody have any last statements to make? Uh, yes, 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 Your Honor. Um, I would like to uh, point out that I believe that this here Bushinsky is not as honest as you think he is, and I have proof to this, you see. If you check out in the Glaskebutske bar, you'll notice that he has a big bill over there of over 1,800 rubles for uh, whiskey. If you will check out with uh, Mr. Dory. Padatskanitske, you will check out with him, and you will see that he owes him uh, like about 500 rubles for a gambling debt. And may I show you the rest of the list? Oh, please do. Let me see this. Whoa. So that's why he made up the whole story. This is not a forgery. This is not a trick. Oh, Pershinsky, and I thought you were honest. This case is dismissed, and you had better pay up that thousand rubles by the end of this week, because if you don't, then I'm going to put you in jail. And sure enough. Oh, are you faster, faster, family, not fast enough? No, obviously not. Ah, okay, I'll be faster now. No, no, it doesn't mean talking fast. You just have to respond faster. Okay, so sure enough, what ended up happening was... Uh, this person, uh, um, and this this person, Senda Senda Zieselberg, uh, he learned a very powerful lesson. And no matter what he's in the middle of, if a tzaddik comes, or even if not a tzaddik, but somebody needs to talk, and if he's able to help, and he's good, 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 you should do it. And you should not put everything up because if you slam the door at somebody else that's in the time of need, then Hashem Yisbarach may cause when you're in a time of need that whoever is necessary to help you, the door will be slammed against you. That was a great story. Did I do a good job? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, you see. Okay, a few places you were slowed up a little bit, you know, to jump in for the narration, but it pretty much it was pretty good. Thank you. Okay, so we have time for a few phone calls. Okay, let's take it away. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? You're on the air. What's your name? Uh, fell asleep. Okay, let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Are they on? Because I don't hear them. Are they on? You people out there here. You always pay up your, your debts, and you, you you shouldn't blame on people that they uh yes that that they that they ask you to do an extra extra time, and you. You should always, um, when a child comes, you should, um, 
not, you should not slam the door. Right. Um, right. And also, um, I thank Yossi for doing um, his good part by the story. Oh, very good. You hear that, Yossi? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Now let's go to the next call. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, and a big mouth of talk to me. Guess what happened? I graduated high school. Yippee! Ah, oh, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Yeah! Oh, mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. All right, and uh, guess okay. what else? I've got double the lesson. Good? Oh. All right, so number one is... So you shouldn't lie, and number two, you shouldn't slam a door in anybody's face, all right? Now, uh, Rabbi Earps, quick bracha for me, please. Okay. I'm so happy to be graduating now, high now school. That, now that you graduated high school, you should move on to greater and bigger things. And always give nachas to your parents, okay? Now I have to move on. Okay, thanks a lot. Nice to speak to you, Marsha. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learn tonight's story? Yeah, you, ha- you have to lower whatever you listen to because I hear double, double talk. Okay, now I hear you. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Don't be shy. You should never lie. You should never lie. Excellent. That's also definitely inside the story. Anything else? Okay. No. Okay, very good. Nice to talk to you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Husky and I learned the lesson that that when a that when a tzaddik asks you for something, you should all, always do it, and you should never and you should you and if he asks you for something important to help out people, you should always do it because you never know what bad gazeres could happen to you, and you should and you should never lie. Excellent, beautifully, very well said. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, you should never. Slam your door on someone and our and our rabbi's face because you never know what can happen and you never should lie. You never should lie, even if you want money. Very good, excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Oh, I can't answer that one. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Uh oh, it sounds like Elio is sleeping. Okay, I'll go to the next call if he doesn't wake Hello, up. Oh, um, oh, 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 you're up. Okay, let's go. Uh, um, t- tomorrow's the grand auction for, oh, for, for the, my Rebbe. From those for my, tickets. My Rebbe does the grand oh, auction. Uh, for all those tickets that you got. Very good. Yeah, come okay, on. but I need to move on to the next call, um, so just that, tell me what the lesson Rebbe, you learned. The Rebbe should have thought, this person is in a business deal. Why should I bother him then? Uh, that's an excellent question, but how should the Rebbe know that he was in the middle of a big business deal? And then let Why me let me ask you there? a question. Let me ask you a question, Elio. Let's say you're in the middle of crossing the street, right? You're in the middle of crossing the street, and you have the green light, right? Oh. But a car is passing the red light. Are you going to continue walking, or are you going to get out of the car's way? No. You I'm not- going to get out of the car's way. It's going to boom me. Yeah, because you don't want the car to boom you. So sometimes there are exceptions to the rule. Now, Rav Nochemka came around and he was asking for tzedakah. That means it was in a time of need. And these people, he didn't want them to starve. So therefore he was trying to raise okay, the money. Okay, so, so, so a different one. So you shouldn't slam the door on a rabbi. And, and could you say the story, if it's Jewish next time? Uh, well, uh, I'll have to think about it. It's too, too soon because, you know, it's only a couple of weeks old.
actually more than that, seven weeks, oh, as past past It's about 10 weeks old. It's a couple months only. So we'll have to wait a while before I tell that one. Okay? All right. Uh, let me go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I learned that Excellent. Beautifully said. And um um that um and that um savior could come from any direction. That's correct. Excellent also. Beautifully. You listen very well. Thank you very much. Okay, do we have any more time for any more calls? One more. We can get Hello. at least one more call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? And the lesson I learned tonight's story is is that no matter what you do, MS will always prevail over Shekhar. That's right. You got that through, right. It'll always come out your way in the end. Excellent. Beautifully. And I'm glad that young people like you still listen to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Zagazant. Okay. I think that's all the time we have. One more call. Okay. One last call. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. Uh, what's your name? What lesson you learn? No matter what you do, I'm uh, You got to lower whatever you're listening to. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. Always yes. Excellent. Okay, I think that's all the time we have. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Shabbos. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.